You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Justin Fields, I have at number five here. Why are we picking up Justin Fields? Is he at the point where we could be starting him in our lineups as a QB1? He is 100% at the point where you could be starting him as a QB one, you know, especially with a lot, six quarterbacks on by, like we said, you know, six teams and not just because of the bye weeks that we, it's not just because of the bye weeks that we should be starting Justin Fields. Justin Fields is looking like the dual threat that we wanted him to be. He has the run game working for him. He can lean on Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery, which makes things easier for him to be efficient as a passer, which we saw last week. He had two touchdowns. He's not turning the ball over. He had a rushing touchdown. He's looking like now premium Daniel Jones. <laughs> you know, he's just a little bit better as a passer right now in this offense, it seems like, um, than Daniel Jones is in his. And he has the rushing upside, I'd argue, a little bit more. I, I think that Justin Fields should be starting in lineups, you know, until further notice. He's had three straight very good fantasy performances, especially in an offense that, you know, wasn't looking too good um, the past the first few weeks. But these past few weeks has come on. They've figured out how to m- make the most of Justin Fields' skill set. Um, if this continues, you know, he's torn up two very good defenses in the Patriots and, and the Cowboys. So he's got a, a pretty good matchup this week, I think, coming up. I forget who the Bears play exactly. They play they play Miami. Oh, yeah, that'll be a high-scoring game. So I, I would trust Justin Fields as a QB1 this week without it, without a doubt. It looks like he's getting it together. Um, bye-bye, Ohio State quarterback curse. I think Justin Fields, he's looked like the best second-year quarterback this season. If he's not on a roster, I'd pick him up immediately. Justin Fields is somebody that you can pick up right now um and you know hope for finally hope for hope for that upside that we've been hoping for from him as soon as he was drafted right we knew he was a dual threat um you know it, his accuracy coming into the league was one of the best but then he had accuracy issues you know um you know lately so you know he's getting better at that and that's part of the reason why we have Darnell Mooney at number 6 here uh but, but real quick Michael in the chat is asking if we we could drop Brady for for Justin Fields at this point. Uh he already has Tua. He has he has a, a a quarterback that he's starting right now that he could kind of depend on with some weapons. But for me, the answer to this question is definitely yes. Because I don't think Brady provides the type of upside that Fields provides at this point. Um so I'm 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 easily doing that personally. A million times yes we're gonna do that one hundred percent. This is rushing upside with Justin Fields is ridiculous compared to you know Tom Brady. And Usually you'd say, okay, Tom Brady, it feels wrong because of the name value that Tom Brady has. You know, we know that he could be a good fantasy quarterback. In the past two years in Tampa, he's been very good. But this year, it's just not coming together. Um, it looks like Justin Fields. I'd take the rushing upside of Justin Fields than the floor of Tom Brady any week. And that's the way you should really be playing fantasy. You know, you want to shoot for upside over a floor. Um, it Obviously, it depends. Team to team, situation to situation, it can change. But if you have Tua as your one quarterback and, you know, Brady's just sitting on your bench. You have more value with Justin Fields, um, you know, with Justin Fields on your bench than Brady because Brady just has not been playing well. And Fields is, you know, on the come up right now. I think that he could continue to show out like he's been. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, Devin Duvernay and Isaiah Likely, we have them at seven and eight. Likely at seven, Duvernay at eight. Um, you know, there's a, there's some banged up receivers for the Ravens right now. We don't know if Rashad. We know that Rashad Bateman is not going to be playing for the next couple of weeks. So you know, Duvernay yeah. probably the more you know firm firm ad. But I have Likely at, Likely here above him just because he has way more upside. Right, he's the guy mm-hmm. that you can plug in. Probably give you like a top two or three week at the tight end position if Mark Andrews was out, and I feel like that could potentially buy you a win, right? So, yeah, if you you know if you had to choose between these two guys, like, are you just shooting for the upside with Isaiah Likely? Yeah, I'm going with Isaiah Likely. It's not just the upside with Isaiah Likely, but it's the positional value that Isaiah Likely has over Devin Duvernay. Yes, Devin Duvernay. You know he can he might be a safer pick. You know, in terms of just fancy production overall, but where he's producing in your lineup is going to make a difference. Devin Duvernay, he's probably going to be a flex or a wide receiver three, you know, in your lineup. I'm not trusting him to be, you know, much more than that unless he scores a touchdown. He has wide receiver two upside each week, but I don't I don't think he's going to reach that, you know, each and every week, even with Rashad Bateman out. Isaiah likely at tight end, there's nobody at tight end outside of the top four or five. So if you could get some sort of positional advantage there, you know, he's going to be much better start for you than a guy like maybe Will Disley. You might be holding on to him if you don't have um, any of the top guys. Even, you know, I don't want to say Kyle Pitts because he's done pretty well, but I might be a little bit more confident with Isaiah Likely than Kyle Pitts, um, you know, moving forward because at the tight end position, there's, there's just not much. I think that Isaiah Likely affords you a positional advantage that you don't have. So you pick up Devin Duvernay and start having your flex. It, it's very, it's nuanced. You know, it's it's kind of a technicality and a little bit digging deep, but I, I would go with Isaiah Likely. I have Jalen Warren here at number nine. Uh, the Steelers are on a bye this week. Otherwise, he would be a little higher for me. Jalen Warren, you know, he's been looking good this season, right? Najee Harris has been looking absolutely terrible. So it, at some point, I have a feeling that they're going to make a running back switch. I don't yeah. know. I just have a feeling here because it's not like Najee's just doing Zeke things. He's looking worse, way worse. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like he's not, he's not Zeke. He is bad. Okay. He, he just and, looks confused with the ball in his hands sometimes. Yeah. And he's just not looking good. And whatever the reason is, injury, non injury, whatever, it doesn't matter because you have a running back behind him who is absolutely doing doing his thing. Right. With every touch that he gets, he's gaining positive yardage. He's doing his thing in the passing game. Uh, you know, he came in in relief of him late in that game last week and he was able to do his thing. So at some point, I have a feeling that Mike Tomlin's going to make the switch from feel- Najee Harris to Jalen Warren. Yeah, I feel like you have to at this point. You know, we've seen Najee Harris and we talked about inefficiency, but it's no longer inefficiency. It's just incapability. You know, it doesn't seem like he's doing anything, you know, valuable with his touches. And Jalen Warren, you know, is breathing down his neck. Like you said, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a few more snaps. I don't know if you saw, there's a one meme that they put out. It's Najee Harris with the ball in his hands. And it's a picture of Paul Blart on his, you know, scooter thing. <laughs> he just, he doesn't go anywhere. He just spins around and falls over. Oh man! Like that, I felt that, you know, especially as a guy that was touting Najee Harris, you know, that he was one of the safer picks. And the offense just is not good in Pittsburgh, but this goes beyond just a bad offense and a bad team, you know, We've seen Christian McCaffrey do things, and obviously it's hard to compare Christian McCaffrey to Najee Harris. We've seen running backs do their things on bad offenses, and this is just Najee Harris, you know, really just adding to the problems that Pittsburgh has. Um, I, I'm not even sure he's he's not an RB2 start anymore. He's like an RB3 start. I, I, the only time I really consider starting him is that flex, and he doesn't have much upside. Um, he is just, you know, 
good for nine, 10 points, and that's about it. And then I think the floor might even be a little bit lower than that. Najee has had one of the biggest fall-offs. And Jalen Warren, you know, if he's not on a roster, you know, he could be moving up quick. I don't think Najee's going to get traded or anything, but a bench, you know, he could soon be riding the bench a little bit more than Jalen Warren. I haven't had Najee ranked in my top 30 in like three weeks or whatever. I think it it's been longer like, than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, you know, because he's just not looking good. He's not yeah. looking good. So stash Jalen Warren now while you can. Before the switch is made, he should be on your roster already. Okay. This is a situation yeah. to take advantage of. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Okay. Wandell Robinson at number 10 here. He didn't have a great game this no. past week. It's hard to sugarcoat that one. <laughs> the pause, it's like, yeah, we want Wandell Wando Robinson, but it's just like, you're like, he didn't have a great <laughs> game. It's like, no, he didn't. But 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 we should still be picking him up, right? Yeah, 100%. There's no question. I mean, he's clearly the wide receiver one in that offense. I mean, Darius Slayton's come on a little bit, bit a little bit, but I like Wandell Robinson's talent profile a lot more than Darius Slayton. Slayton's just... Just a guy, in my opinion. I don't know. I know we throw that term around loosely. Slayton's just a guy, in my opinion. I think Wanda Robinson is ultimately going to take over uh, the passing work, um, the majority of the targets. But it was just a bad week. Last week, they got crushed by the Seahawks, you know. Um, a little bit coming down to earth party for the Giants. But I, I think that Wanda Robinson, he'll he'll be a nice ad for you uh, moving forward if you didn't pick him up already. As long as he's healthy, you know. There's no reason to not have him on the roster. Yeah. No, I agree. I, you know, it's one of those things where he didn't have a good week, but he's still the number one, you know, target most likely. Darius Slayton was able to do a little bit more than Wandale, but Wandale, you know, he's running out of the slot on every on every play. Um, this is an uncharacteristically low, you know, output for him, right? Yeah. Like given the given how much he was targeted on a per route basis uh, over the previous two weeks, so I'm not sweating it too much over Wandale. Like I'm I'm still picking him up if he's available in your league, right? And there's no reason not to, like we said. The one thing I would warn, though, you know, if you have Wando Robinson, obviously we'll know more about his situation at the end of the day today, is the Giants are supposedly in the mix for a couple of receivers. Um, Jerry Judy's been linked to the Giants. Brandon Cooks has been linked to the Giants. So there's a couple of teams that could make a move for a receiver. Um, I'm not too sure I'd, you know, take my hands off Wando Robinson, even if they do, because that might just free up coverage. And, you know, Wando Robinson could could. Rondo Robinson could do better, you know, operating out of the slot with a better perimeter target on the outside. All right, so let's move on to number 11 here. Uh, we have Chuba Hubbard at number 11. He should be back this week. He said himself that he's expect he expects himself to be back, um, you know, from a minor, minor ankle injury. We'll see what his practice status is. But, you know, you got to assume that Deontay Foreman, with the way that he played last week, is going to be have the upper hand in this backfield between these two guys. They said they were going to have a hot hand approach and DeAndre Foreman took advantage of his, of his, uh, of his touches, right? He yeah. took advantage of it this past week and he took advantage of it the previous week after Chuba Hubbard got hurt where he had a bunch of big gains, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's no way that I see that they go back to Chuba Hubbard and say like, okay, here, take a majority of the touches in this backfield, you mm -hmm. know, in week nine. No, I, I don't see that at all. I see Chuba Hubbard playing the passing down role. I do see that because Deontay Foreman did not play that role 
this past week, right. but they didn't have, you know, he didn't need to because they didn't have too many of those, uh, those type of downs. Uh, you know, otherwise he wouldn't have seen as big of a snap share as he did this past week. So I expect right. the snap share to go down for Deontay Foreman, uh, but Chuba Harper's worth a pickup to see what that snap share looks like. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to analyze it. With Chuba Hubbard and Deontay Foreman, I said I think they're both pretty talented in their own right. They're very similar in terms of their talent, and I think they're going to be able to produce regardless of what their workload is. Um, it is going to be more split. If they're talking about riding the hot hand, Deontay Foreman's hands right now are melting. You know, he had a really good game last week, and he did he did his thing, you know, with Chuba Hubbard on the field. You know, well, it wasn't so much with Chuba Hubbard on the field, but in relief of Chuba Hubbard, you know, it seems like Chuba Hubbard was a guy. Um, two weeks ago, but he did his thing even in that game. He's very good at carrying the ball. He had the hat trick last week. There's no way that he doesn't earn a few more reps, you know, moving forward. Chuba Hubbard can be a good pickup for you anyway, though. You know, maybe you could, I don't want to say you could buy or sell Deontay Foreman. You might be able to sell Deontay Foreman high. I'm not sure. We, we'll talk about that tomorrow, maybe. But um, Chuba Hubbard's a guy that if he's sitting on the waivers, I'd pick him up because he should be able to get some work regardless in this offense. He's been in Carolina a little bit, and he did his thing with Christian McCaffrey out before Deontay Foreman was even a thought, you know, these past few seasons. So um, I wouldn't count count out Chuba Hubbard. I think he's a good pickup. All right, moving on to number 12, we have Romeo Dubs here. Romeo Dubs, you know, he was in the doghouse a little bit with Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. Christian Watson started the game ahead of Romeo Dubs. It was Christian Watson and Sammy Watkins starting the game, okay? Yep. That has to be a direct reflection of Aaron Rodgers' feelings, right, going into this <laughs> yeah. week. And However, he redeemed himself big time with that mm-hmm. amazing touchdown catch, right? That was a really, really nice catch. Like, it looked – it was a lot harder than it looked, yeah. right? Uh, but he he made a big play. And I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers was, like, smiling and laughing after that one. Like, you can tell how Aaron, Aaron Rodgers wears his emotions, like, on his face at all times. Right? 100%. Like, and, <laughs> he has and, no and poker when, face. No, and when Romeo Dubs caught that ball, he's like, ooh, baby, that's what I'm talking about. All that shit that I talked this week, it, it, you know, it helped. And and listen, it did, man. You know, it mm-hmm. did. And Romeo Dubs came through, um, you know, as their leading receiver. So he should be picked up. Christian Watson has a concussion right now. You know, and the, that's part of the reason why Romeo Dubs got so much playing time is because of Watson's concussion, apparently, right? Because Watson did start the game. So yeah. Watson caught a ball right at the start of the game, got concussed. Hopefully he'll be all right. Uh, but he might miss this week, right? And if he misses mm-hmm. this week, you can plug in Romeo Dubs um, right into your lineup as, I would say, low-end wide receiver three. Yeah, that's where I'd put Romeo Dubs. But it is good to see that, you know, Aaron Rodgers, that touchdown pass, I think, did you know instill a little bit more confidence in Rodgers in Dubs again, you know, to kind of get in that chemistry back together. Um, even though the Packers lost the game, you know, I think this was a much better outing for the offense overall because the receivers were catching the ball. You know, it wasn't just the Aaron Jones show in the passing game, which it, it seems like, you know, it, I didn't expect the Packers to win this game. But I, I think that the offense did themselves a lot of favors in this game by looking just competent against a very good Bills defense. You know, I think it could get a lot better moving forward. Aaron Rodgers, he's still a good quarterback. You know, he said he wears his emotions on his face. He was talking crap about Romeo Dubs this week. I think that's what they said. I heard like a report that they were he was targeting Romeo Dubs when he said that certain guys need to be have their snaps cut. Um, maybe that's the case because maybe that's why Romeo Dubs started, you know, behind Christian Watson. But as long as Christian Watson's out, you know, someone's got to catch a ball from Aaron Rodgers. I think Romeo Dubs, he'll be a nice, he's, he's like a pinch hitter. You know, he'll be he'll be able to do it for get it done for you um these next few weeks moving forward. I'm not sure. I, I don't think his upside's exactly what we hoped it would be a couple weeks ago. You know, when they first started playing and the hype was surrounding his name, but 
you can get it done. He's serviceable.